This is a HeadGum Podcast. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Your specific facts will almost always change the outcome, and you should always seek an attorney before doing anything. Literally anything. Ryan Morrison is an attorney licensed in New York, and Austin and O'Connor are just normal humans not licensed to do anything anywhere. Proceed with caution. You've been playing Player Unknown's Battlegrounds for weeks now, and it's pretty addicting. Dropping out of a plane, running into houses and military compounds to find guns and then running and gunning, or sneaking, your way to victory as the blue wall closes tighter and tighter around you, cutting you off from the map and forcing the last few bloodied survivors into a random area the size of a baseball diamond. It's winner-take-all, a high-stakes battle for number one. Then someone runs you over with a jeep. Frustrated... You shut off the game in anger and see your friend had sent you a message earlier telling you to try out this new game. It's called Fortnite, and it's free. Wow! It has a cartoony style to it. You can build structures with mindable materials and have all the high-stakes action of PUBG, but for free. What's Steam's return policy again? Hello, and welcome to Robot Congress. I am Ryan Morrison. I'm Austin Hoffman. And I'm Ryan O'Connor. And I'm dying to know... Did Austin need to Google what the size of a baseball diamond was? <laughs> well, I How said baseball diamond because if, uh, there's four. Uh, but I had, I knew baseball diamond because if I said baseball like area, like the whole the field, there we go, baseball field, that's what it's called. Then it would be too big. That is not what it's called. It's not called a baseball field. Anyway, we are <laughs> we are uh, talking this week about Player Unknown, who made a game called Battleground, better known as Player Unknown's Battleground or PUBG. Better known it as PUBG. Is, destroyed every other game right now in terms of popularity it's the most played game on steam it's eclipsed uh, all other games for active players it's only getting more popular it's insane it really is i've never seen anything like it and uh it's really cool to see it's still in early access it's barely a finished game but it's a really well done take on the battlegrounds genre of which we will talk about whether or not that is a genre and uh it's it's just really it's really cool to see they use the Unreal Engine, which is made by Epic Games. They license it from Epic Games, and Epic Games is supposed to be making a better version of that engine for PUBG. They're also making a game called Fortnite Battle Royale, which is very similar to PUBG. In fact, they say, and I quote, We love Battle Royale games like PUBG and thought Fortnite would make a great foundation for our own version. A few months ago, Epic's Unreal Tournament team began experimenting with the mode while the original Fortnite team kept updating the core game. To maintain game balance, we kept the PvP mode completely separate from the PvE mode. The new Battle Royale mode was so much fun, we decided to share it with everyone to get feedback. It's going to be free, it's going to be immensely popular, and it's going to uh, honestly potentially rival PUBG. There's a lot of cool iterations and additions to it with all the same elements that people love PUBG for. And just to be clear, Fortnite is, they were making this game, it's a co-op zombie survival game where you build a base, where you build your own base. You mine materials and you build like a cool like defensive place and you have to defend it from zombies, zombie waves, basically. And then they decided, oh, you know, we have this game and it looks like Player Unknown Battlegrounds is really popular. I guess a Battle Royale mode was a great idea. And Battle it's Royale a, is it's a, a smart move. I mean, Fortnite <laughs> hasn't been getting the, the greatest of, uh, of a reception so far, even though it's still early access. and It looks like a cool... It co-op looks game. like a cool idea, but from everybody that I've talked to that has played it or at least tried it out, they are not impressed. 
Yeah, Fortnite's not been popular, and this this is certainly a way to salvage that and make this popular again. And it's been a flooded industry. There's been a lot of battle royale type games. There's been a lot of first person shooters and even third person shooters. The industry's flooded for sure. And honestly, I think this is the first of many games to come out and try to recreate what PUBG did, but better. And it's going to be near impossible. It's going to be very difficult. I think the streamers are going to kind of decide where this all goes. But as it stands right now, this is happening. And to get into it, here's a brief history of Battle Royale games. PlayerUnknown Battleground, aka PUBG, is the leading game in the Battle Royale genre. Battle Royale is a genre that consists of a large group of players, of which PUBG has 100 at one time, that are given a large open play area with only the clothes on their back. The objective of the game is to collect weapons and gear to hunt other players in order to be the last person standing. Conflict is usually promoted by the general play area being shrunk over time, causing any players outside the designated zone to lose health until they re-enter the area or die. It's just a giant, awesome deathmatch. It's a really cool idea, and he fixed a lot of the problems that were problems. The, the zone gets smaller, so you're forced to actually go fight each other. It keeps it quick and lively and fun, not like its predecessors. Uh, there's a reason it's so addicting, and it's 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 made incredibly well for a game that's nowhere near finished. And uh, it really the, puts you on edge. Uh, you're, you're on a constant, immense. yeah, you're on a constant like survival hunt. You're terrified that somebody's going to come around the corner and shoot you with a shotgun. That's why you end up like creeping steadily, listening for any footsteps anywhere. It's uh, yeah, it, it's very stressful. If you play by yourself, you can play with a squad of four people. You can there's a duo mode. Uh, but it, it's a great game. That's the long and short of this is there's a reason for its success. It's truly a, a masterpiece of a, of game design, which is going to always lead to copies and different iterations, which we're going to get into now. Yes. Yeah, so for anybody who hasn't played a game like this, if you're thinking this sounds exactly like the movie The Hunger Games, you are correct. Or like its previous iteration of Battle Royale, which was a Japanese movie about a bunch of kids being dumped onto an island and having to kill each other. Correct. I mentioned The Hunger Games specifically because that came out in 2012, which is around the same time the prototype quote per se of the battle royale genre came out which would be the game called daisy while not a battle royale game in and of itself daisy was a game where you land on a giant play area and you have to survive versus non-player character or npc zombies as well as other players that could either work with or try to kill you it was a zombie survival game where you would run into other people that were either good or bad they would rob you or help you and uh there was no shrinking wall there was no time limit you could play for days it and it was persistent. awful. I hated it. Uh, I, I, and also, it's not awful. Plenty of people loved it, but I hated it. It was very boring. There's it was no short-lived objective. for us. Well, there's no objective or end goal to it. There's no winning it. You just play as long as you can. And it's I, like, it's like an like MMO. That. Sure, but it's not because you die and lose everything. It was it was a high it was a hardcore mode MMO. Sure, not my not my style. Uh, uh, PUBG, on the other hand, is a, is a contest. It's a quick twenty minute match. Who's going to win this? It's 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 great. I love it compared to Daisy. Yeah, so they're the very different, high. but they're the same genre. Well, there's a reason why I mention it, and the reason why is that Brendan Green, a.k.a. Player Unknown, worked on the game in 2013, starting with some mods that he was doing for the game. And I'm uh, going to he... just throw my bias out there and make it clear for the episode. Uh, I've met Brendan, Player Unknown, a couple times now. We've had drinks together. Uh, we chain-smoked on top of a roof together for a long time. He's an awesome guy, genuinely one of the nicest people I've met. Uh, so my my opinion on all of this is I'm going to be honest and talk about the law, but I, I certainly have a, a somewhat biased opinion here. Yes, we can be biased, but the law is not. Well, what we're talking about is doesn't even come from him directly. It comes from the president of Bluehole, which is the publisher and developer of PUBG. Right. And so Brendan so, Green's not the head of Bluehole. No, he just invented the the battle royale style. Yeah, Bluehole's the studio that that basically helped him create this game, and now that is 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 uh. 
working on it with him continuously, obviously. They've taken outside investment, too, but it's neither here nor there. This statement's not directly from him. I'm sure he was involved on some level. But, uh, O'Connor, do you want to get into the actual statement and what it's about? Well, this is where the shit hits the fan. In a prepared statement released on Friday the 22nd of September, Blue Hole Inc., the developer and publisher of PUBG, their president, Chang Han Kim, stated the following. We've had an ongoing relationship with Epic Games throughout PUBG's development as they are the creators of UE4, which is the Unreal Engine, the software that the game runs on. The engine we licensed for the game. After listening to the growing feedback from our community and reviewing the gameplay for ourselves, we are concerned that Fortnite may be replicating the experience for which PUBG is known. We've also noticed that Epic Games references PUBG in the promotion of Fortnite to their community and in communications with the press. This was never discussed with us, and we don't feel that it's right. The PUBG community has and continues to provide evidence of the many similarities as we contemplate further action. Which, for all intents and purposes, there will be none. There's nothing, we're going to get into all of this, but I, I'm uh, I'm with the internet here that, that Blue Hole's wrong. Blue Hole had everyone loving them. They couldn't have done anything to lose that, and then they somehow did. First and foremost, let's get into the, the previous iteration. So there's been games that have already tried to do what PUBG's doing. Grand Theft Auto, I believe, put out a mode. I, I don't play that currently but uh, you have o'connor right yeah i actually tried it out as part of the research for this episode which was probably my favorite part but uh they released a dlc last month called smugglers run where they made a a game that's pretty much like PUBG in the battle royale style called motor wars it plays just like PUBG. you get thrown out of a plane you land on a large area that continually shrinks in size uh, obviously, with being Grand Theft Auto, it focuses more on the vehicles aspect. You gotta get a team together, get the like some sweet rides together, and then fight it out. But yeah, I think that's so. The reason that probably didn't get as popular is Grand Theft Auto multiplayer is one giant loading screen and one of the <laughs> the the best multiplayers that's ever existed that no one plays because it's impossible to play. I've tried so hard, and 35 minutes later, I'm still at a loading screen wanting to kill myself. Meanwhile, when I get actually into a game, it's so fun. I don't know how. They haven't fixed that yet, but I, I would imagine that barrier to entry is a big reason this didn't even go on people's radar. One of my favorite parts of PUBG is having someone drive a car and shooting at other cars while you're driving around. So I, I, I wouldn't say that GTA is GTA 5 much better at that. Yes, they thought, the game's called Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, but yeah, they have uh, like bowling. Have and you stuff. played Grand Theft Auto, Austin? I play. I didn't they play five or four. I played San Andreas anyway, for twenty minutes. The main issue here is PUBG saying that. Battle Royale has has too many similarities. They're referencing them in their promotional material. And basically, hey, you guys are copying us and you can't. What makes this super interesting is it's the company they're licensing their engine from to run PUBG on. It's really stupid to bite the hand that feeds you here in that case, as in your your engine licensor. Because they could shut this down tomorrow, potentially, depending on how their licensing agreement looks. And I've seen enough UE4 licensing agreements that I think that's on the table. Uh, on the flip side, everyone or everyone at PUBG seemingly thought, yes, the Internet will have our back. This is a clear copy. Uh, how dare them? But instead, the Internet exploded and said, what the hell is wrong with you, PUBG? You guys are a copy. You copied H1Z1. You copied all these other games. Uh, what on earth gives you the right to act like the original or the creator here? It, it didn't go well for them. No, I didn't see anyone on their side. Uh, but let's go through the actual law here and, and who's right and who's wrong just in a legal context. First and foremost, you don't own your idea. You don't own your mechanics. You don't own a genre. You can't own those things outside of a few mechanics with patents, but I don't see that here. I don't see that existing here. Uh, that means that 
we are dealing with not a lot of protectable assets. If you can't own an idea, then why was Brendan Green uh, paid a licensing fee for his Battle Royale idea by H1Z1? I think it's very strange there was ever a licensing agreement there. I know one exists, apparently, but I don't know what he's actually licensing. I know for a fact you cannot own an idea. I know for a fact you can't own a genre. Uh, they're just not protectable things. It's very hard to you know, own mechanics. Normally, you cannot. There are some that you could have a patent on, but as far as I know, he doesn't have a patent on anything like the blue wall or anything like that. And uh, the only thing that he is potentially licensing is the code that he built it with or uh, the actual assets that he created, because maybe those companies didn't want to figure out how to program a blue wall, even though I imagine most teams could. Maybe they just said it's easier to license it from him, and that was that. I mean, but a consultation it seems makes sense, but... Yeah, like licensing the actual idea. Yeah, it seems an unnecessary step. Right, exactly. But whatever. I mean, it doesn't change the the legal analysis here that they don't own it. The question I have with this, H1Z1 was released in 2016. PUBG is released in March of 2017. Could Bluehole point back and go, well, listen, H1Z1 paid player unknown a a licensing fee to use his idea in the past and use that as an example going forward probably not because it wasn't actually used in a court of law like it wasn't like ruled on right so there was no precedent yeah you guys are going down a strange rabbit hole here there's there's no uh you can't say oh these guys did something stupid in the past so now everyone has to be stupid going forward and i'm not saying this licensing agreement was stupid i don't know what was in it but it certainly was not hey can we license your idea that's just not how ideas work People come to me all the time and they say, I have this great idea. I want to trademark it or patent it or copyright it because they don't know what those words mean. And none of those words or actions will protect your idea. You actually have to create something to have your idea protected. And uh, even when you create something like this blue shrinking wall, that's a mechanic or that's arguably a genre now. And that's not something that's protectable either. The earliest example of, let's say, public events in an MMO I could think of was in the Warhammer online game, and guess who snatched that up immediately? World of Warcraft. Yeah, but go even wider than that. What, what about the first first-person shooter? Somebody who looks through her eyes while you see the gun and you're shooting something. Should only that game be able to create that? No, of course not, and that's why you can't protect it an idea, a genre, or a mechanic. It makes a lot of yeah, sense. Yeah, otherwise, otherwise, like, Activision would have shut down anybody that made a zombie survival game after Call of Duty Zombies came out. I don't think Call of Duty Zombies was the first zombie game. No, but it's whatever. It's the, it's I mean, the first one with the, with the waves of zombies that people can remember. Well, maybe it's not. Yeah, it's the most popular for sure, but who, who knows? Killing Floor, uh, other ones listen, before long, that. Long story short, it doesn't matter. You can't own that. But Epic's going kind of next level with this by opening their ad saying... Hey, we like that game. Do you like that game? Because it's kind of suggesting, yeah, like, hey, you like Whoppers. Why don't you come over to McDonald's and try out a Big Mac? Right. Uh, It's quite literally in their ad. They said, we love Battle Royale games like PUBG, and we thought Fortnite would make a great foundation for our own version. A few months ago, Epic's Unreal team began experimenting with the mode while the original Fortnite team kept updating the core game. To maintain game balance, we kept the PvP mode completely separate from the PvE mode. The new Battle Royale mode was so much fun, we decided to share it with everyone to get feedback. Oh, so man, this game's so great, we just need to give it to people. Yeah, and there, it's it's getting a lot of good reception, while Fortnite the game did not. Uh, so this could be a saving grace for them. But to actually reference PUBG is exactly like you said. Hey, we want you to try a Whopper because we know you like a Big Mac. And is that legal? Is that is that okay? That's the main question I'm getting right now. And it's an interesting topic. The The quick answer is, yeah, it's probably fine. And let's get into why, though. So to reiterate, a trademark protects your name, your logo, or your slogan. It's your brand. It's when you pick up a Pepsi, you know you're buying a Pepsi. 
It's why I can't put out a soda and put the Pepsi name or logo on it because it would confuse you into thinking you were buying something that is the quality of a Pepsi. And it's just my own sugar water recipe. So here, the term PUBG is certainly a trademark. It's when I see PUBG on something, I say, okay, this is from PUBG. It is their trademark. I, I can trust this source to be of the quality PUBG is. Now here, it's very obvious when Epic uses it that they are not PUBG. They're not trying to say, hey, look at this new thing from PUBG. They're saying, we know you like PUBG, so we bet you'll like this. And that's different and probably okay. Trademarks are not there to protect companies. Trademarks don't exist to protect Pepsi from someone else calling themselves Pepsi. Trademarks pr are, exist to protect the consumer, to say, when I buy a Pepsi, I know it's a Pepsi. And here, th this what PUBG is upset about would be them and, and them having total control over who uses their logo and where. Uh, it's probably okay. So we have to look at copyright instead, which is your asset, it's your art, it's your code. That stuff all seemingly is being copied here, but it's not. It's a different art style. It's a different play mode. There's going to be very different stuff in the game. The UI is going to be different, I'm sure. Yeah, the except only for things the blue are... wall, the games don't look very similar. Yeah, and the blue wall is probably not a protectable asset. It's probably not copyrighted. It's more a game mechanic, I would argue. Uh, is there an argument on the other side? For sure. But it's, it's again, it's... What is the difference between that blue wall and figuring out a first-person shooter is a game genre? At the end of the day, it's now a genre of a game. It's a shrinking wall. Should it be the exact same look and feel as the blue wall in PUBG? No, and I hope it's not. But it's still, even then, probably okay. Yeah, because Fortnite, the battle royale mode, it has, uh, you know, it has your your map, and then it has that blue shrinking circle around the white circle. That part looks really similar. But otherwise, yeah, like the art assets are completely different. Fortnite is like a cartoony third-person shooter, uh, and you can build things in it, and they don't have vehicles yet. And the building aspect is is an important part. It's like the aspect of Fortnite, thus the name Fort in the name. It's it's like a, it's like the castle defense game. Then the night part of it was when the sky gets dark. That's when the zombies come. But then they decided to make battle royale because that's popular. So let's get into the internet's reaction though, because they, as much as the law is, is as I'm saying it. That wasn't anyone's complaint. No one was like, hey, I understand perfect copyright law, and I think that they're okay and allowed to do this. The reaction happened instantaneously, and they were pissed. So why? The reason why the internet got pissed off, as it is wont to do, is the fact that Player Unknown himself stated in an interview with Rock Paper Shotgun that he took the idea of a Battle Royale game from the movie Battle Royale, which came out in the year 2000. Yeah, so, it's, it's, it's like, hey, I stole this. Now I'm mad at you for stealing it. It's uh, and not that anyone stole anything here. They both made different iterations and awesome stuff. Yeah, they, Fortnite they seemingly the ideas. Is, yeah, and Fortnite seemingly adding new stuff to it. They're making a different iteration. It's basically Ultima Online to EverQuest to Dark Age of Camelot to World of Warcraft to everything else. And then World of Warcraft got so good and so popular that whenever a new game came out with better features, they would just borrow and implement those features themselves. And yet they never implemented collision detection. Yeah, you're the only person who cares about collision detection in those I games. I don't want to be able to run through my enemies. That gets really weird and annoying. And allies. You're weird and annoying. So let's, <laughs> let's go through. Uh, so as usual, we put out a tweet asking if anyone has any questions or is confused about anything on here. So let's go through that and see just where we're at and where the Internet's mind is. So one of the questions was, uh, as we mentioned before, is uh, do previous Battle Royale games play into this at all, such as H1Z1 and Arma, which is another game of the same vein. And that uh, question is, of course, from Oversized Gay Lizard. Yes. So thank you for your question, Oversized Gay Lizard. Yeah, thank, thank you for your support. Uh, yeah, so 
the issue is this player unknown worked on both those games personally. And like we stated before, H1Z1 brought player unknown as a consultant for their game and licensed the quote unquote battle royale idea from him. Fortnite did not do that. Yeah, and again, you know, we've gone over a decent bit that he probably doesn't need to. They probably don't need to. He probably doesn't own any part of this genre mechanic or idea. Uh, it sounds like, though, he's done a pretty damn good job of of owning this industry, even without the law on his side, just by saying, look at this awesome stuff I made. Isn't it easier to use mine or let me work on yours rather than you go build this yourself? And kudos to him. That's awesome. Every week, uh, Legends of Loomis sends me a question about the socioeconomic impact on America of the movie Tropic Thunder. And uh, I'm finally just going to read one. So he'd like to know how large its socioeconomic impact will be on America in comparison to the impact of the motion picture Tropic Thunder. I think that this impact will be uh, economical. Largely economical or minimally economical? About a Tropic Thunder's worth. Oh, okay. The Monkey Prince asked, can companies own game mechanics? If so, how does that ownership work? And what are some examples? And uh, we've gotten around to it in, in previous episodes, but... The only mechanics that are owned are when game mechanic, uh, game patents were a lot more able to be achieved, and they're very hard to get right now. There's a Supreme Court decision, Alice, that really neutered software patents. I know there's been a lot of changes since it. As I always say, I'm not a, a patent attorney. Uh, we can have one on when we can really get into this stuff deeper, but uh, there's – there's uh, I always forget the name of the game where you go slightly crazy as you, as you go Eternal and the controller darkness. shakes – Eternal Darkness. So they have uh, a basically a psychotic meter where oh. the crazier you get, the more the screen shakes and the controller shakes. That is patented. That's something that other games don't use because they're not able to. And if there's uh, a would... reason that that game shouldn't be able to patent ideas, it's for that exact reason. Because that's a really cool idea that would be cool in other games. Absolutely. And look at like Bullet Time with Max Payne. They would have patented that if they could have, but it wasn't allowed to be. And now there's other games that utilize it even cooler, even though Max well, Payne 3 is the coolest. Yeah, but th- there's there's the issue in and of itself that Max Payne was based off of John Woo movies in which Bullet Time was a feature in it. So the, but the not character in a game. In summary, the internet got pissed off at Blue Hole. So of course, within 24 hours time. Well, hold on. Ch- John Terp asks, is this proof that companies should have hire PR people? Was this handled as poorly as possible? And it's interesting to ask. So, O'Connor, get into actually what when they released this and saw the instantaneous backfire, what was their next move? How did they handle this? Yeah, so shockingly, like we said, the internet got pissed off. So they went into Firestorm mode and within 24 hours came back out, had an interview with PC Gamer, uh, where the same person, Chang Han Kim, and uh, his interpreter, also the events manager for Blue Hole, Sammy Kang, uh, tried to clarify their statements. Uh, the main thing that they wanted to address was the fact that they have an issue with Epic Games specifically. So they're, obviously the number one thing that the internet was pissed off about was like, how can you steal the idea from a movie that you already stole from? I love so, the internet's voice. Well, that's, uh, that's what I like to think what the internet sounds like. That's why I don't go on there. <laughs> so uh, they wanted to address the fact that Epic Games specifically is who they have an issue with. And more importantly, they don't appreciate the fact that Epic Games is putting out a game of their own when Blue Hole themselves pay, and I quote, a large amount of royalties to Epic Games for their Unreal Engine, of which PUBG and Fortnite run off of. Which, that, to be fair, like, I'm so in agreement with that. We, we're licensing a, a, an engine from you, we're building our game on it, and now you're just going to make the game we're making? Are you out of your minds? 
Uh, I was shocked the internet got so upset as they did. I get that that like PUBG is not the most original thing in the world. I think some of the, the mechanics are, but this is so egregious to me. Where it's like we're building our game on your engine, and now you're you're making our game. Well, they probably I, feel I, safe making that kind of game because they're licensing the engine to Bluehole, so it's it's and like they're they making hold all the a better cards. engine for Bluehole, and now they're using it themselves too. I don't know. It just it does seem a little ridiculous to me, but such is life. The other issue they had with it is the fact that Epic Games did not reach out to Bluehole in the fact that they were going to market their game Fortnite and mention PUBG specifically in there. Which they probably would have been told no, but at the same time, always do that. It's The, the old adage, it's easier to ask forgiveness than permission, doesn't really usually work with intellectual property, ever. So I would be very careful with that, and uh, if you're going to use other people's names... So as we said earlier in the episode, you're allowed to do that. He's, they're allowed to say, hey, you like PUBG, you'll like this. But it's silly. It's poking the bear. It's it's making something that doesn't have to be hostile or not hostile. And also it puts you on their radar. So whenever we have somebody who says, hey, we're making a game that's just like uh, Mass Effect and we want to put in our advertisement, uh, this is inspired by Mass Effect. Why would you do that? Because now that company is going to look through every shred of your game for anything that's potentially infringing, and you're asking for a cease and desist letter or a lawsuit. It's just there's no reason to poke the bear like that. You love Mass Effect. You love Commander Shepard. You'll love Minimal Effect with Captain Shupa. And that's even less egregious. Do you mean Mass Effect Andromeda? But um, (laughs) But seriously, I mean, that's less egregious than when people say inspired by. The inspired by insinuates in some cases a relationship with, and that's not okay. Well, I watched this movie and I was inspired. There are examples of of saying things are inspired by, like uh, the Dragon Age games are supposed to be like the quote unquote spiritual successor to uh, Baldur's Baldur's Gate. Gate. Yes, but Bioware also came from Black Isle and they made Baldur's Gate, so I assume they had some kind of safety net in there. Exactly. That's a so it it is a different scenario. But the 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 thing that I I got from it was that was interesting even though they were trying to do all this uh, this uh, PR wizardry, is the fact that uh, Bluehole didn't try to reach out to Epic Games before they fired off that original PR statement. So they didn't g- – go like Kim specifically mentions the fact that he didn't try to reach out to, to Epic Games to be like, hey, maybe you shouldn't have done that. Or anything like that. They just they fired this off without thinking, which well, was it which probably is, was thinking. They probably thought that the internet would you know destroy Fortnite. Their uh their you know their their, just, rep, their like, rep. Like, oh for sure when they put out this letter they thought the internet was gonna light Epic Games on fire and instead it went the other way. It's literally a backfire. It, yeah, and like, on that bit, note, is there anything else to cover on this? Also, just sapped uh, all the energy from me. <laughs> uh, it is interesting to note that uh, while I was reading that same interview, uh, Kim never mentions the fact that they're going to retract their statements on the contemplating further action part of it. Well, they can contemplate all the further action they want. Oh, so I don't that's, think... that, I'm glad you brought that up because that's what I want to talk about. Everyone's writing about that, the further action, further action, further action. I send out so many cease and desist, and in every, you're not allowed to say you're going to sue someone. Lawyer, A lawyer is not allowed to threaten a lawsuit to get you to do something, even though plenty do, but they're not allowed to. Uh, and I can't say that unless I'm actually going to sue you. I can't say, hey, do this or we're going to sue you. Some, take your game down by the 11th or I will sue you. You can't say that unless you are going to file on the 11th. So instead, what every attorney writes is, we will contemplate further legal action if not done by this date. It leaves room open for negotiations. It leaves room open to to kind of meet in the middle somewhere. 
Uh, but if I say I'm going to sue you on the 11th, I have to. So instead, we all do what Bluehole did here. That part was – that's just the, the internet not understanding the legal field, which is fine. I mean the legal field's ridiculous. And it's also Bluehole not realizing that every cease and desist that exists is going to be read by the internet now. These are no longer private scary letters like they used to be. They all need to be written as if someone else is going to read them. Stranger Things – the legal team just had a great cease and desist that I urge you all to Google and read. But it, it doesn't have to be that silly or that friendly. But it, that's where we're going to be headed to rather than all of this further action and et cetera, et cetera. You can share a cease and desist letter uh, like on Twitter, right? Well, if you do, I mean, you're absolutely allowed to. But if you do, it's going to hurt negotiations for sure. But sometimes that's the way to do it. We get cease and desist because of how we are. You know, sometimes when a, a mega corporation is trying to, to bully one of our little indies, they always send a cease and desist and say things like, and your lawyer can't tweet about this. So we'll tweet about it because, you know, screw them. They have no actual case. They're just trying to bully a settlement. If they have an actual case, we obviously won't tweet about it. Instead, we'll talk about it. But it's, uh, you know, it's, it's that kind of situation. Yeah, but <laughs> so, I mean, so we're also really dealing with the, the <laughs> with the idiotic court of public opinion here. Don't you think it might have been a good idea if they said like, oh, well, we're not going to contemplate further action any longer. Well, that's admitting that they're wrong. Okay. Nobody wants to be wrong. Yeah, this is America. You let the house burn down before you start throwing water on it. Jesus, I'm friends with you two. Trust me, I know people who don't admit when they're wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And you really can't do things like that in a legal context either. You know, you can't really show your weakness. You can't back down unless you're going to back down entirely. So they need to talk amongst themselves for sure. Hopefully it becomes a little less public and they can just shake hands and work something out. But uh, you know, that's that's this industry. That's where we're at. And that's going to do it for the show. So you can follow me on Twitter at Mr. I Morrison. You can follow me on Twitter at Robot Austin. And you can follow the show at Robot underscore Congress. Don't forget to like, subscribe and rate us on iTunes. You don't five like on iTunes, just five stars, five stars only. <laughs> Hashtag unless, five stars only. Unless you think we deserve less. No, no five, five stars only, please. That's how O'Connor eats. OK, cool. Thank you. And uh, good night. That was a HeadGum Podcast.